0: spoiler alert, the light side will prevail at the end of episode nine. Everyone knows this. You know how every movie ends. Of course, it's not out until next month, but it would be pretty shocking if there's just a sad ending. And yeah, to some degree, you know how every movie ends. There's expectations going into a movie. In my previous issue, I just talked about stories, movies, watching more movies, watching TV, learning about the beats, and then how that relates to writing your newsletter. Um, A book that I've read in the past is Save the Cat. Which talks about the beats in movies. Listen to I, I also listen to the Script Notes podcast. They don't quite like Save the Cat, so um, yeah, they kind of uh, refute this idea of Save the Cat. The phrases that the, that are used in it to describe different beats are not really used in the industry. And um, I'll take their word for it. That said, I think there are a lot of these beat sheets online for different movies, and it is kind of like reverse engineering this thing where people take the movies and then figure out the beats from there. And in a lot of cases, they can somewhat match uh, the outline that's laid out in Save the Cat. I think the argument is whether starting with that is a good idea, starting with that kind of outline is a good idea or not. I don't know about movies. I've never written a movie, tried to write one. Um, That said, I don't know about newsletters either. I haven't really written a super successful one. I've written some blog posts that have been read. And in the ones that have gotten a lot of readers, there was a structure that I started with beforehand where, well, I I don't know that was necessarily like this, the attention, interest, desire, action kind of structure. Uh, I've written about design sprints before, and that was structured in like a five day sprint. So the structure was kind of built into it. And, um, I didn't set out with this kind of like before and after thing, but I could see kind of reverse engineering it. There's like this before and after of, um, with a design sprint before you have this month's long process. And then after that, after using it, you can see just how effective you can be in a week. Um, so yeah, I think from save the cat, the important lesson there is to just see that things like movies have structure and I think understanding the structure there can be more immediately useful than say like the structure of a novel because the length of novels changes quite a bit Uh, and then I think uh, as the size becomes more consistent of whatever the output is the structure becomes more clear I I don't know if that's the right way to put it but uh, what I'm trying to say is like with a novel that ranges from 200 pages to say Like a thousand pages, whatever it is. There's probably a lot of different, there's a lot of flexibility there, and it can be hard to really nail that down and understand that. And I think it it does seem like people who write novels have less of a process than, say, people who write nonfiction books, because nonfiction books are very consistent. Uh, it's like between, I think, because of the publishing industry, I don't, I, this is what I've heard, I'm not in it, I don't understand actually how it works, but, There's reasons that the books end up being like 225 pages to 275, like between 200 and 300 pages. And you can see the structure there. And then you can uh, break that down even further where you see the structure of the chapters. The outline to practice, probably if you want a successful nonfiction book, would be to tell begin and end uh so your intro and conclusion have this story that goes through the uh, this big story then you have sections that have a smaller story and then chapters that relate to and then you can see how these things kind of relate out outward um to where like a chapter or a part a paragraph in a chapter tell some story that reflects the overall tool that the book is talking about um With a movie, the chunk that writers work with is a scene, same thing with novels, and then something I've learned from Not Script Notes, it is the Story Grid podcast, is this idea of... When you're writing a scene, you want to have this... I think Save the Calyx also talks about this as well. You are shifting the character from negative to positive, positive to positive, or negative to positive or positive to negative. So at the beginning of the scene, the, the point of the scene is to take the character, take the emotion from... And and switch it from positive to negative, negative to positive, or positive to double positive. Things get even better, or things get worse. Why this relates to writing a newsletter is that you also want to be able to control that. And in most cases, you want to learn this story. If you're writing a, sh- a short newsletter every day, then you have this positive. Y- you want to take things like practice the positive trajectory, where you learn to paint, and it can be positive to positive or negative to positive. And for negative to positive, you're painting this story of uh, before and after. So let's just take on writing uh, Stephen King's book. So uh, I don't know, why I'm talking about a book again. But anyway, so the, the point of that is like, bef- if we talk about like before and after, so negative, you're you someone writing a novel, and you're not finishing things. By the end of that book, you'll have some more motivation, some more tools in your toolkit to actually sit down and write and finish things. Or the other story that you can tell is the positive to even more positive. So let's say you're already a daily writer so this is positive you journal every day you write stuff every day you create drafts i think this is where i was at and where i'm at right now actually and then the positive to positive would be you're already a daily writer that's a positive thing now be a daily finisher be someone that shares the work every day and that's going from positive to like double positive you're a writer who finishes and shares their work and in my next post i'm going to talk about airpods i just got the airpods pro and also talk about how that is another (laughs) it's roughly this idea of like change Changing the voice in your head. It's this Seth Godin thing, and how AirPods were the first time that it really felt like, oh, there's this voice in my head, uh, more so than other headphones. That's that.